Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Woman podcast with me, your host, Pandora Paloma, visibility and business mastery coach, bringing a fusion of strategy meets spirituality to visionary entrepreneurs ready to scale to their next level. With 20 plus years working in communications for some of the world's leading brands, I help women in the online space and creative industries stand out online, get seen, heard and fully booked and build a multi-dimensional wealth in the process through my signature three masterminds for every stage of business. Personally, I've built a multiple six-figure business over the last four years and most importantly, have supported many of my clients to do the same. From tripling their income, going from zero clients to fully booked in six months, to having sold out launches and executing five-figure launches, my method creates sustainable results and profitable businesses. For me, I want my clients rich and regulated, which means we tend to their inner world as much as we do their outer world. In this podcast, you'll come behind the scenes of my own business, my life, and my method, as well as hear conversations on topics that I believe help us become more conscious, more connected, and more powerful leaders in this world. If you're a visionary entrepreneur, mover and shaker, and you're ready to meet more of your magnetism, hello and welcome to my world. Hi, hi, and welcome to this episode. What happened in Peru? I've been meaning to bring this to you for couple of weeks since I fully kind of landed and reintegrated back in the UK. And here I am sharing it with you today. So this will be a bit of a short, short and sharp episode today. It's been really beautiful to just sit down and write my notes around what I wanted to share with you off the back of Peru. I was away, for those of you that don't know, I was away for three weeks and I went to Peru on what was called the Rainbow Rebirth Retreat. And what that meant was we were being initiated into new frequencies, new teachings, and building this through our Crystal Mesa and the Nustas, which in time I will be able to initiate into you, my beloved community. So, I'm really excited to share this with you. First of all, I should probably tell you what a mesa is. So the mesa is kind of like a a portable altar, right? It holds personal power objects, typically crystals, that allow us to support others through healing and ritual. And Maces naturally evolve, they transform, they really reflect your spiritual journey, your growth. And it is in its basic form, kind of a fundamental kind of energy principle. It's it's in constant motion, it's never static, and it's a real embodied symbol of your power when you very consciously work with it. So I now have a Pasha Mama Mesa. Uh, I have a crystal mesa and I have a nuster mesa. So my crystal collection is getting pretty big over here. Um, I thought it would be interesting to share with you kind of what my shamanic journey has actually looked like to date. So my 
interest in shamanism has been around for a really long time. And it was back in 2017 that I had actually just moved to Kent and sold my house in London. So there was a little bit of extra cash in the bank. And I remember sat at my computer thinking, I'm ready to learn. Like I'm I'm actually ready to to develop this area of my life. I'm, I'm ready to learn more about this work. And that day, I, I swear it was like 30 minutes afterwards, I had an email from the Four Winds Society, which is a company and training center created by an incredible man called Alberto Valoldo. And he was coming to Europe. He was coming to Switzerland to host a weekend training sort of retreat. And I lost my shiz in that moment. I was like, okay, universe, I asked for a sign. You've given me a sign. Um, and so I booked and I booked and I went and spent this weekend with Alberto and really learned, you know, it was an introduction to kind of energy medicine and it was very exciting. And I learned a lot and I remember coming home and then shortly after I got pregnant with my daughter and uh, Gosh, at that point, I think I spent my maternity kind of, you know, looking after her. I had to write my book because my book was due, um, you know, the end of that year. She was born in March. My book was due, I think, the November um, and then launched to the world in like the May 2018. So I feel like I kind of put it on hold for a bit. And then I was introduced to a shaman here in Kent um, two, three years ago. And I started my training with with her. I started with the gateway, which is kind of that introduction. And then now I'm on the medicine wheel. And the medicine wheel, sometimes known as kind of the sacred hoop, it's been used by generations of various Native American tribes, um, Andean tribes for health and well-being. It embodies the four directions, so south, west, north and east, as well as the elements, as well as Father Sky, Mother Earth, tree spirits, mountain spirits, which we call apus, all of which symbolise kind of dimensions of health and the cycles of life. And consciousness is what the medicine wheel is trying to tell us and ultimately raises within us. So, you know, everything is connected and even when it seems like it's not, it is. And, and I think that's really what shamanism has brought me more than anything. It's been this sense of oneness. It's brought me closer to myself. It's brought me closer to others, closer to the earth, closer to the elements, closer to everything. And I, I have such a sense of inner peace that I haven't ever had before. And I know that it is because of this journey that I've been on and, and I know that I'm here to share this, share this work with, you know, a much, much, much wider um, pool of people than I have to date. And what I mean by this sort of inner peace is there's less internal drama. There's less internal, internal drama in my mind. There is less drama in my life. You know, I have found more love, more kindness, more compassion for the world and the people in it more respect for myself, for others, for the earth. And it's just been an incredible journey. And so if you're going to stick around in my world, there's so much more for me to share with you. So let me take you on a journey of the shamanic medicine wheel. So we start with the South, which is very much about shedding skin. 
And it really is our opportunity to shed what no longer serves us. And this is the space where we learn how to do shamanic uh, illumination healings. I'll share more about that a bit later on. The West is really where we face fears and ignite our power. Um, The South is connected to the serpent and the West is connected to the jaguar. And then we hit the East, which is very much about rebirth and mastery. And the totem is the eagle and condor. And then we do the North, which is really about remembrance and presence. Presence is the portal. Um, and this is the air element and the totem is the hummingbird. So the medicine wheel is a journey of mystical awakening. And it starts with the south, the serpent is the totem, and it's very much about shedding skin. And then we hit the west, which is really about facing your fears and igniting your power. The totem is the jaguar. And then we move to the north, which is about remembrance. And the journey here is with the hummingbird. And then we end in the east, which is very much about rebirth and mastery. And the totem here is the eagle and condor. Now, obviously, you know, the medicine wheel evolves or you evolve as you continue on the wheel. And what I love about this work is that, you know, it it takes you on a journey you know, and that journey is a path that allows you to keep growing and keep evolving all of the time. And, you know, you'll have heard me say, if you know me well enough, you know, I believe that business um, and success is kind of the person that we become. And for me, you know, looking at our shadows, working with our stuff, working through our trauma allows us to be more in our light, to, to, to be in our light. And that's what I love about, about this work and the journey. So Peru, (laughs) meeting the Pacos was such a profound experience. I have so much respect for this work, for being able to be with them, sit with them, learn from them. We had, um, Don Mariano, Don Hanan, Don Santiago, and later on, uh, Donna Augustina. Um, as part of our our trainers over the course of the two weeks. My intention was this. I, I've been sat on doing the illuminations within my community, actually bringing kind of my, my training to life for months. And I've done, you know, I've done some illuminations, I've done some healings behind the scenes. I've seen such powerful results. Um, one of the first healings that I did was someone who has really bad kind of IBS, um, stomach problems. And after that one session, she's messaged me so many times to say, I just don't, I just don't have that anymore. I just don't have these symptoms. And it's because we cleared energetically, you know, from her body, what, what was causing those problems. And that is how powerful this work is. It's, you know, it's incredible. So, I know that my intention in going on the the journey to Peru was to be able to come back and really allow myself to step into that kind of medicine woman's shoes and and do the work, knowing how much it would impact the work that I already do. You know, I work with EFT, I know I work with mindset, I work with energy, but knowing that, you know, bringing this work would really, you know, support my clients. So I felt really good to to come back 
and feel like, yeah, okay, I can do this. So the journey, I mean, oh my goodness, we, we did initiations um, at some of the most beautiful places I've ever been. I really had to face my fears. Um, at one point, we climbed to the top of a mountain that was around 4,300 meters above sea level. I struggled. Um, I struggled a lot. I got to the top. I made it. But I was scared, really, really scared for my life. I really faced some fears there. And we did a lot of work around kind of releasing the ego. And, you know, that kind of work is it's not always easy. Um, it was huge. I remember getting to the top of this mountain and just letting out this almighty cry. And then I got stung by a bee. Okay. Then I got stung by a bee, which in shamanic, in the shamanic world, bees are associated with community, faith, and devotion to service. I am not surprised. (laughs) I got stung by the bee. I read so much into it and, you know, the bees are associated with the divine feminine. They are um, associated with obviously community. Um, And yeah, it just, I laughed a lot, like this devotion to service. And of course, my intention was like, I want to bring this work back and I want to really, you know, I really want to bring it back and do more with it and then got strung. Like, okay, are you that devoted? Because if you weren't, you are now. So one of the most amazing moments I had there was when we traveled to a Sangate, a mountain um, outside of Cusco, about three, four hours drive. I was cold for like three days. Um, Just, I mean, to put it into words, how beautiful this space is, um, the energy of the mountains, absorbing that was just pure absorbing life force energy. And the whole time I knew that this lesson of like persevering and getting through it was, you know, if you want to help people heal from trauma, then you need to suck it up, feel the pain, feel the discomfort, you know? Um, So many moments, many moments of discomfort, many moments of fear, many moments of just full on heartful gratitude. I met the most incredible, incredible group of women from all walks of life, you know, different types of work, um, you know, from nurses to, um, to stunt women, you know, it was just so beautiful to have women together and, and hold space for each other in that way and really feel that sense of love and community and yeah, just a really sort of powerful, powerful experience to, to allow myself. And I think for us all to allow ourselves to be vulnerable, you know, and to be with that. And it actually took me back to the recent business expansion retreat that I held in London for a group of women. And one of the women there was a client who I've worked with on and off, I would say, probably for the last five years. And I took them through a meditation activation And once we were done, she said to me, because right, we'd never met. Okay. We'd never met to give you context of this. And she said to me, oh my goodness, Pandora, being in that energy and being in your energy and being held in like your magic is so, so powerful. And I remember saying to her, it's not just me. 
you know, it's the energy of every woman who is in this space. And we're all here, open to leveling up, open to love, open to change, open to impact. So it's not just, not just the power of that of me it's the power of us all being here together united in the change that we want to see in the world and I felt that in Peru I felt that collective energy and the power of that so there's some of my magic moments of Peru Cusco is an incredible place I Really loved wandering the streets, looking at the sights, the mountains, so and the spirit of the mountains, the Apus, so utterly beautiful. And I think the biggest, one of the biggest takeaways was that everything is energy. And when you're in places that, places in the world, corners of the world that take your breath away, that you feel so deeply connected to. There's such a remembrance of this, that everything is energy and everything is connected. I remember the first, after the first initiation and we were in the mountains, suddenly I was seeing faces in the mountains. You know, every road trip, every journey, where I was able to just gaze out of the window. It's like the mountains were speaking to me. And they were. You know, I spoke to the Pacos about it and I was like, of course, you know, the spirit of the mountain is always speaking to us. You're opening up to listen. You're opening up to see. And that's, you know, one of the biggest things that I have taken you know, from that from that journey and experience is to stay open to being in communication with nature, with Pashamama, with spirit, because I'm always, always being spoken to. And it's whether or not I am present enough to listen <laughs> and see and connect back, you know. So I thought it would be nice to share with you some of the lessons and I think certainly the biggest lesson for me was that the small tweaks, the growth, the small changes that we that we experience on a daily basis have the biggest impact and I say that because I've never been one to have that kind of light bulb, groundbreaking, out of body-esque experience and I think there was a little part of me who wanted that on this trip. And I didn't receive it. I didn't experience that. And it really, upon reflection, got me thinking about how actually, you know, everything in my life has been slow burning. You know, I've absolutely had quantum leaps. But the growth, the real deep change, the aha moments have been slow and steady. You know, my journey from complete dysregulation, you know, almost burnout, working that kind of corporate, I mean, nine to five, people say nine to five, mine was like seven to eight. (laughs) Um, You know, the journey to heal myself from that was slow and steady. The journey to grieve my sister's passing was slow and steady. The journey 
you know, to heal my abandonment um, issues and pain from my dad leaving when I was six months old was slow and steady. And this real magic, real beauty in the slow and steady journey. And it got me thinking a lot about, you know, my journey in business. You know, absolutely. I've had, you know, wow moments. The recent six-figure launch for my masterminds was an experience that I would consider a quantum leap. But really the journey there was a slow and steady journey. You know, it was the things that I was doing daily, the compound effect of the things that I have done daily to build that kind of success in my life. And there's real beauty in that slow and steady you know, day by day, moment by moment, lesson by lesson. And it's simply devotion. You know, it really gets to be devotion, devotion to my mind, devotion to my heart, devotion to my body, devotion to my soul, devotion to my connection to spirit, devotion to the growth, devotion to my clients, devotion to curiosity, devotion to learning. And so I think the second thing I just want to come back to again is is that piece around you know, everything is energy. And that lesson has given me a lot of joy, a lot of peace since I've returned. I always knew that everything is energy, but when you feel it in a more profound way, it gives you such a opportunity for anchoring into a greater awareness and anchoring into that sense or the frequency of abundance, which is really magical and very powerful. The the real lesson that I'm bringing back with me is how, how long can I stay in this magic? How long can I stay in this frequency of abundance and this knowing that anything is possible, everything is energy, and that I can meet my potential? So another lesson is being in ceremony with life, which I was already practicing before Peru, a big part of my own journey to inner peace, new versions of success, holding, you know, more women, creating more, building my capacity to hold more. All of this has come from really learning to be in ceremony with life. And there's that quote, remember who you are. Remember who you are. It's overused. I've used it a million times, but I love it. And I feel like I fully embody that statement now. It's such a part of my mission to help women do the same, to remember who we are, to remember our potential and not just remember it, but do something about it live it, experience our potential. There's a big difference between remembering that we have potential, remembering that we are powerful, but actually doing something about it. And and I've come back and found such excitement and newfound passion for my mission to help women remember who they are. And this work, you know, awakens us to our fullest potential and to remember the truth of our divine and our divine nature. You know, we are powerful crystalline beings, conduits of light between heaven and earth, the quantum and Pashamama. And nature is always talking to us. The upper world is always talking to us. 
source spirit creator is always speaking to us and mother nature is always speaking to us you know we get to receive codes of light all the time but it is up to us to remember how to receive them and like I say remember how to use them the work is to and the lesson I've come back with it's not work it's love for ourselves is to remember that being relaxed and in alignment with our soul path allows for no resistance to this flow of communication with source, this flow of light. And it's then that we feel fully aligned to our higher purpose, fully connected, fully joyful, fully vibrant, fully energized, fully free. And that is a big part of my mission, you know, in bringing this frequency back, this knowing back, this remembrance. And my priority since I've been back is to hold this gratitude, hold this inner peace, hold this being in ceremony with life for as long as possible. I hope forever. But real life gets in the way, as we know. So I am allowing myself to have space and allowing myself to be in this magic as much as I can every day, even when shit is hitting the fan (laughs) and, you know, things feel hard. It's allowing myself to remember to come back. And there's remembering that I can go back to that feeling, to that emotion, to that frequency with intention. And how I'm doing that is through ritual, it's through Kinto prayers, it's through energetic cleansing more regularly than I have ever done before, a few times a day now, connecting with my maces through meditation, teaching the work through my masterminds and mostly the magnetic year, which is my playground for shamanism and spirituality to to help women develop and grow into their most magnetic self. And also allowing myself to create this stillness, this slowness in my world. Since coming back, strangely, and not strangely, everything is energy. My frequency is abundant. I'm living in the frequency of more, in the frequency of abundance. And as such, you know, so much that I am receiving is speeding up. Um, since I've been back. So new clients coming into my masterminds, magnetic visibility filling up, self-study offerings being sold. You know, there's a real stream of receiving in a new way, which is because I am in this frequency of receiving, of abundance, of gratitude in a way that I, you know, haven't had before, at times have had before. But now I'm fully remembering how to stay in it since Peru. And of course, you know, (laughs) having what has felt like a million energetic upgrades, which I'm so excited to be bringing to my work and bringing to my clients, bringing to, you know, your world ultimately. So there is a new level of abundance that comes from, you know, anchoring on our light. And I know that there is so much more to come. And it feels very much like this is just the beginning, even though I've been on this path for such a long time. Now I get energy, I work with energy. This feels different and that feels exciting. 
So how is this going to change and shape my business? Well, excitingly, I am now going to be offering shamanic illuminations from East London in person for now. I really love doing this work in person. And I think because so much of my work is is online, it feels really good to go offline and be in the presence of those that I am doing my shamanic illumination healings on. And I'll share with you a little bit about what we're doing when we're working with the luminous energy field in these healings. So in shamanic healing, it's clearing the energy imprint from or in the luminous energy field. So it's working with the seven major chakras. This process helps open and restore the luminous energy field by breaking up any stagnant energy or any energy that's associated with our former programming, our patterns, our negative cycles. And the luminous energy field is is bound to our physical matter at the chakras, you know, at our energy centers. And so Ultimately, what we're doing here is we are drawing the stagnancy out to help transform the heavy energy energies, what we call in shamanism the, the hucha, into light and you know, emotional wounds and issues into sources of power and knowledge. And the focus is to move that energy out of the body using breath, using energy work, using visualization, using intention so that we can heal, so that we can release what is stopping us moving forward, you know, being in our potential, experiencing our potential. So it really resets, it really clears and cleanses heavy, dense energy, you know, often repressed emotions that cause problems in the body, that cause symptoms. And also a lot of the time, of course, when we're working with energy, things that we aren't even aware of, but that are stored in that luminous energy field, the hucha. And it's cleared from the chakras and illuminated you know, into divine light, into new energy, allowing the release that is needed to move forward and be in the present in order to create the future. So really, really beautiful, beautiful, powerful work. And so complementary to everything I already do with emotional freedom technique and matrix reprogramming and mindset work and coaching and energy work, you know, all of the quantum transformation tools I use with my clients, this is like the cherry on the cake. And then online, of course, my business is very much online. I'm going to be launching a mini program, a mini program within the magnetic year between July and December called The Shamanic Path to Abundance, where I'm taking clients on a journey of the four directions, taking them through the themes of the shamanic medicine wheel in order to release limitations, remove blocks from all aspects of their being and help them feel more free, remember and embrace the the truth of their light and teach them how to work with things such as their totem animals, ceremonial cacao, prayer, dispatchos, their inner world, ritual, energetics, and all of this to meet a new level of abundance that I have found myself in and that I am currently teaching my clients in my mastermind. So really powerful work. And I know the importance of this work 
as we are moving into a really great time of change in our world, you know, collectively. There is, as we know, the, the rise of the divine feminine and the initiations I have had with the Nusters is the initiation of the divine feminine. And so it's beautiful to be able to bring these this initiations or these initiations of the Nusters to my community, to you, you know, to the women in my world, knowing that it will help us all anchor more deeply into our own divine feminine or the divine feminine within us in order to help that collective movement. So if either of these things, the healings or the magnetic year program within it, the shamanic path to abundance sound exciting to you, then please do come and find me on Instagram at Pandora Paloma underscore where I can send you the details. Or if you've got any questions about shamanism, the trainings I've done, you know, if you're curious, then please don't hesitate to come and ask me anything in that space. It's at Pandora Paloma underscore. And I am always, always, always happy to share and answer questions. I hope you have enjoyed this episode today. I love bringing a little bit of the behind the scenes of my life. You know, I share a lot about the behind the scenes of my business, but this is a really personal journey for me. You know, of course, I'm bringing it to my work, but why not share? Why not share a little bit of how I'm living my life? You know, the things that I'm doing, the experiences that I'm having in my in my world that are upgrading me as a human being, upgrading my own consciousness and expanding my energy. So I hope you've enjoyed it. As I say, if you have any questions, come and find me. And if you like the podcast, please do leave me a review, share it with a friend, share it on the gram, tag me in. I'd love to know. I love to know who is listening and tuning in. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful day and sending love and magnetism from my corner of the world to yours.